So this episode, episode 77, starts off with a flashback and a, a short recap about how everyone that knows and loves Aaron's is like, oh, do we want to save Aaron? And Mikasa is having an identity crisis because she thinks that since she's an Ackerman, she can't control her love for Aaron, that it is against her will. And everyone is having a conniption about that. Armin is like, no, I think Aaron is lying and I think he made that up. And Mikasa is like, but I get headaches all the time. Do you think that's a lie? And they have this this whole rundown and I in my mind I'm going we've seen this before uh we are wasting some time here does Levi get headaches Levi does not well mm, I don't think he gets headaches that's so lame like the fact that Mikasa would buy that bullshit like can you imagine like I've known you for years right so I pick up on certain tendencies of yours like Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're doing this because of this. You know, like, because you fart. Every time you fart, uh, it's you've got this thing going on. Like, you just know this poor girl gets headaches, and then you just tell her some bogus thing, and she's like, oh, yeah, you're you're right. You're right, I do have headaches. Like, oh, I guess you're right. You know, like... Mappa is so good at drawing hands and asses. I just keep getting Yuri on Ice flashbacks. I like the noses in this. Uh, you know, it's not typical anime noses. You know, it's a little bit rounded. I, I love the art style that they've they've done a really good job with, like, making the shading look so similar to the manga. Like, they just are a big flex, in my opinion, as far as animation goes. Yeah, I like how the noses don't look like acute triangles. Yeah. Yeah, upturned triangles, very European. Not that that's a bad thing, but I do like the. Uh, it's, just, uh, it's very, it's very unique too. I agree. So, ah man, Mikasa is probably having the worst day of her life. Uh, each day gets worse for her. I think. You know. One thing that they are doing that I like is that they are giving some flashbacks from the f past seasons that Wit Studio had animated, and Mappa's like recreating them in in their own designs, and I think it's really nice. I think it kind of honors Wit's art style and then kind of blends what they they've been doing. I think that's been really good. Um, do you see? Did you see how Aaron points his finger, like lazily points his finger? When have you ever pointed your finger with a lazy index finger? Dude, I think that dude, guy. Every time you point, you point like that. Like, dude, who points with like a lazy finger? I don't know, but honestly, I think Aaron has seen so much shit to that point. So he probably, he probably stared into God's asshole and then was like, "Shit, there is nothing else." more to life than just killing each other and i know that if we go and yeah god's asshole that's basically what the founding titans powers are never heard you even talk like that god's asshole i think okay i 
It's an it's I'm speaking figuratively. I'm not talking about God's literal asshole. I'm just saying that the founding titan powers show the user, right? All this shit like 2000 years worth of content. And Aaron's Yeah, we do know that. We do know that because when Aaron kissed Historia's hand, he had this like flashback, flash forward, lost style, you know, scenario, phenomenon, and he it blew his brains out. He's he is a shell of a man. He has PTSD and he's like what, nineteen years old? I mean, I don't expect Aaron to be functioning at all. At all. How old is Ryder? Because he looks like he's thirty. Reiner, I think, is in his twenties. He is he is one of the older Titan users. I like how when Reiner and Aaron are both fighting, I like how Reiner still has some bits of compassion in his speech where he's like, Aaron, it's like we need to just have this end. Like just go to sleep. You know, like he wants to end Aaron's suffering as well. And I like that about Reiner. I'm not opposed to Reiner having more screen time in this final season. What do you think about Porco? Is that his last name? Yes, that's that's his last name, Galliard, yeah. He's the jaw titan. I think it's the haircut. Maybe people don't like him because he looks like he looks like he could be like a influencer, like a TikTok influencer. But there's nothing else that points to his TikTok fame other than his haircut. What about Aaron's man bun? That's a nice fashionable hairstyle as well. See, that's contentious though. Some people like man buns and some people don't like man buns. Do you like man buns? I wish I could have had a man bun like Aaron's. When my hair was long, I could have. I think Aaron's character design is very unrealistic. But that's okay. Because this is anime. And it's not real. Just keep telling yourself that it's not real. Boy, how different of a story would have this been? Kojo's animation, like... That's pretty realistic. Hey, that's Those not eyes and everything. Like, that's not a part of the podcast. We're talking about, about Gojo being Hey. Unrealistic. Hey. They're just panty dropping. We're not talking about Gojo. That's a different series. We're talking about Attack on Titan. How different would this season have been if the Titans had genitals? Clearly would have been banned in more countries. I still would have watched it. Would you have watched it? Yeah, absolutely. I have nothing, I have nothing against anatomy. It's fine. Yep. Agree. I mean, technically, we should be more uncomfortable with the fact that they don't have anything. I heard in China, the manga has... Uh, diapers drawn on the titans or they wear underwear diapers you can't say diapers like immediately i imagine like depends or like a big safety pin on a diaper like you can't say diapers you could say like i don't know i just i i think 
any kind of call it call it what you will diapers panties underwear i think that would make me zone into that area even more it'd be like why are these giant babies fighting each other in fucking underwear i don't understand the mechanics of this like where did this giant underwear come from falco falco i feel for this boy he's very young and he has had a concussion this entire time do you think he's gonna make it yeah sure why not I don't get the sense that he's going to make it. I think he might sacrifice himself for Gabby. I think he is in love with Gabby. He says it in this episode. And Gabby is so... Her mind has just been so screwed that I don't think she knows what is real or what is not real. I think she has a grasp on reality. (laughs) She knows what's real and what's not real, but what is she supposed to do with that information? You know, like at this point in time, they're fighting for their lives. And then you've got Falco going, oh, I love you. Um, What is she supposed to do with that? She knows what's real and what's not real. She has a grasp on reality. She just doesn't have a grasp on how she feels about like her quote unquote side. You know, I think she's being forced to challenge that that paradigm. In this episode, we finally see Pixis and Commander Shadis again. Shadis was, last time we saw him, he was beaten to a pulp by the Jaegerists. Okay, so we talked about Yelena in the first episode one review. And now I want to go back to talk about Yelena again because... I will say this. I am impressed with how she's kept her suit quite clean this entire time. Yeah, her lady suit is on point. It's like Michael Scott in the office when he wears that mysterious suit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a lady suit? (laughs) Yeah, they're all wearing like really great long-sleeved dress shirts. And I just... I don't know where they get it from, and I also don't know how all of these people have kept their clothes clean this whole time. Yeah, there should be some dirt and blood on things. Let's talk about this moment where Yelena's face is in such a a contorted scowl, and how she immediately snaps back into this smile for Armin. I just thought, when you compare the manga panel to that side by side, it is so well done. Mappa deserves a a round of applause for that adaptation. Very well done. Uh, so there's a scene in this episode too where Gabby hears from the family that took her and Falco in. Uh, it was Sasha's family, right? And she overhears them talking about how, like, oh, I wish I could kill her. I wish I could, referring to Gabby. And I think that gives way more development and depth to Gabby's character because she breaks down and she realizes, 
Like, there weren't any devils. There were just people here. And I understand Reiner now. I understand what Reiner said about the people on this island. And it's very interesting because she is having this moment, this breakthrough moment, in a random house that has tons of bird cages. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of shit about birds in this season. We see birds everywhere. When we see Aaron in the opening walking and there are birds flying past him, Gabby's having this conversation where there's bird cages, empty bird cages everywhere. There are other openings and endings where there's birds flying i mean it just symbolizes freedom and what kind of cage that these people have lived in and i like how she's having this conversation and all that falco can do is like confess his love for her and how much he wants to have kids with her and he and his face, I you you might want to go back, but the close-ups of their faces are just so funny. His frown when he feels embarrassed is just so. It's like, oh man, come on, man, like get it together. I like that Gabby throws Falco's armband on the ground and is like, we are done with this. We have to we have to figure this out. Because I don't think Gabby's the type of person that would say, like, I love you too. And, like, we need to get married. Ha ha ha. Yay. Like, she hears what Falco says. And instead of saying something like, you're gross. It's never going to happen. He, she goes, take that armband off. We need Zeke to see that you're alive and that you're in peril if he Titan yells. I think that kind of means that Gabby does care about Falco and maybe to the extent of a future lover who knows they're kids can't say I love the weapon design in this anime I love the weapon design in this anime I think it's cool it's a nice throwback to World War II designs like they're they're using what looks like an M1 Garand the single shot rifle that they are all using looks like an M1 when the beast titan falls down the wall i thought of king kong i didn't think of king kong i just thought it was hilarious i don't know why there was something about <laughs> there was something about monkey just like taking a nosedive that i don't know the the beast titan's build looks like a like a sack of potatoes it's he's just like so oddly shaped i think he's like i don't my least favorite design because he's just so so weird i mean they're all unique but it's just i think aesthetic wise i'm like ooh, the beast titan yikes <laughs> i think it's kind of hard not do this podcast after i've had a long day of work I mean, when are we ever going to? I always, I always try to pull you and wrangle you into this this we podcast. Try it when we're watching it for the first time. 
Yeah, okay, we can try to do that. I'm trying to think about anything else. Oh, in this episode, we didn't see anything about Levi and Hanj. The first episode, they all that we know is that they were thrown into the river. And, and hopefully they have survived. But we haven't seen anything about them in this one. I don't know what the strategy is for, for Mappa. But um, I'm really hoping that they, they must have lived. But I don't know in what condition Levi's in. Han should be okay. I hope she didn't get shot. I think that's it. Do you have any comments, feedback? Nah, that's about it. We're going to try to do this on Sunday as well. See how it goes. But those are our thoughts. Thoughts and feelings. Thanks for listening to our thoughts and feelings. Peace. Sue. Sue.